Welcome to the Envision Broadcasting, the station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. Presents Dear Queens of Tomorrow, a show that shares the stories behind teenage girls who inspire, empower, and lead others. The Dear Queens of Tomorrow with the girls from Girl Power Up Youth Group begins now. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Dear Queens of Tomorrow. So today I have with me Heaven. Heaven, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And for this segment, it'll just be us two. So we'll be talking about cutting tides and just letting go. So Heaven, does cutting tides help you like physically and mentally like getting up, doing something or anything? I would say yes, sometimes, well, no, all the time, because mentally you can just stop and think, am I really doing the right thing by cutting this person off? Do I need them? Could they be an asset? Or you could even just <clears throat> cry about it because they were either really your friend or you were just really close to them. So it really depends, but no, I wouldn't say it depends. Because if it was like a toxic relationship and it was just built on toxicity, or <clears throat> if that's even a word, y'all, that's, <laughs> that's what I say, then, yeah, it's best to cut it off. But if it was just a genuine relationship and you guys really had a connection or you really bonded on certain things, then you should probably try to talk it out. But if that doesn't work, then it probably probably will result in you cutting that person off. And physically, I would say yes, sometimes, because if you cut somebody off, it could be like a relief and you could just say, oh, I can do all this stuff. I could just be free. I don't got to deal with the drama no more. I don't got to deal with anything. So, yeah. I feel like it does really help you physically and mentally because your mentality, if you are stuck in that kind of relationship, it's not really going to be the best speaking from experience because I know I had to cut off many people or let go just the feelings from the people, the feelings that the people gave me because it just wasn't good. It wasn't working. It wasn't ever going to work. I still need to work on actually letting people go because it's, it's a thing. Probably have abandonment issues, but I'll, I'll work on it. But <laughs> on that note, I'm just saying that letting go to somebody is going to really, like, help you in the long run. Because once you let go, you'll start feeling better, doing better. It might take a while, but it'll it'll develop in time. Right. So, like, it's just really resulting back, back into what we said. Like, it might feel like you want to cry, you didn't do the right thing. But if it was really just built on toxicity, y'all, <laughs> that's just the word I say. If it's not a word, then y'all correct me. But, yeah, it's just not going to work at all. So is there a time that you've ever had to cut ties with somebody? Uh, all the time. Uh, there's, there's plenty of times. And that's, like, not a bad thing because people – I'm going to tell you what my mom always tells us. So she tells us that people are like, your life is like a chapter book. So not everybody is going to be in the next chapter. 
that's just how it is. You're the main character, and there are people surrounding you. Now, there are some people that will stay until the end, and there are some that won't. Like, as i.e. family members and probably your best friend. Depends. <laughs> but, yeah, life is just like a chapter book. If you can't, like, let go of that person, then it's just going to be a horrible chapter or a horrible life. But, yeah. All right. Like, sometimes I feel like I cut a few people off. Uh, like, in middle school, it was a time where I was best friends with this girl. Not going to say no names, but I feel like our friendship was really just, it was just a bad friendship, to be honest. It's, let me just tell y'all, people can really have an influence on you. I'm not saying that you're following anybody or like you're just following anybody, but it can really have like an influence on you. It's like you are who you hang around for some people. Well, they can have an influence on everybody, so I'm not going to say that. But I just feel like you are who you hang around and it can have just the impact on you and it could just really mess up things. So that was the time that I had to cut ties with somebody, I would say. So with the influence part, because I know I'm one of the people that I won't get influenced, but I mean, they can do what they want to do. I'm just that person that'll let everybody do their own separate thing because I don't want anybody to feel like I'm trying to control them. That's one thing that I feel like would make me mad even as I am because I don't want anybody to feel like they can tell me, oh, I can't do this, oh, I can't do that. But then again, the, some, the same people I hang around, I hang around a bunch of different people. I was a band kid. I was an SGA. <laughs> like I was on prom committee i was just around a bunch of different people and it was i was around the theater kids but it was just it's all different groups and it's i basically can fit in where i need to like right. if i have to adapt i'm going to adapt to my situation but i will never change who i am like in that setting like who i really am what i embody that'll never change so we're not saying that you can't go into different groups and have different friends in different places or different area codes because that's always going to happen. You should have different friends in different area codes. That's just the thing that's more beneficial for you in the long run because you get different experiences everywhere else. You can't just stay with one person or you can and that's fine. But that's just one thing that I like to do. Right. And I feel like a lot of people mistake adapting and people being fake because i had this little incident you know how you adapt to a certain type of person and you won't act the same how you act in that particular group so your mood and your energy kind of shifts yeah. so i had an incident where somebody said oh you see how she's acting different or she's acting different it's not that i'm and she's being fake it's not that i'm being fake i'm just adapting to my surroundings and you gotta like what was I about to say? You gotta distance the two because it's it's not the same thing. You can't take be adapting as in being fake. It's just no. So how you can differentiate that is like 
if somebody was actually trying to be fake to you, they, you know, you know, 1000% because they'd start talking behind your back and coming to you with somebody else or what somebody else said about you. Now, most sometimes, some, sometimes that's not the case because they just overheard them actually say that about you. But most of the time, nine times out of 10, they're being fake. Because why would they know what they're saying about you if they weren't talking about you yourself, themselves? Well, I mean. I, I said sometimes. I said uh, nine times out of 10, <laughs> that is the case. Because yeah. nine times out of 10, that's the case. <laughs> but the thing is, I eat. I'm going to give you, you guys an example. An example, so you walk in the cafeteria, right? And you're hanging out at the table you always hang out the same people all around okay one of the people go over and talk to somebody else or go over to a whole different table on the other side and you see them cackling and looking that looking back and then cackling again and then going to the same table that you're at and telling you what they said about you yeah that is a fake situation now if they just went over there started talking to people had a good time, didn't make any kind of resort or contact with you within that time and came back and was just doing the same thing they were doing beforehand, that's not a fake person. They were just going to talk to a friend. Right. So just a little advice. <laughs> if you guys think that somebody goes around talking about you and it's the person that was actually genuine and was a friend and they were just in different groups at the time, you might've lost a good person, but it's okay. You can bounce back. You can always bounce back. It's not the end of the world. Right. I feel like when y'all are always having sex, like I always have a whole bunch of story time. So what Daisha was saying was you sit, so it wasn't me that this happened to, but I was sitting beside a girl and say she was friends with this other girl and she was getting talked about a lot by a whole group of people. And the person that I was, well, did I say I was sitting behind her? Yeah, I was sitting behind her. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I was sitting behind her and she heard people talking about her friend and she was just cackling and not saying nothing. And she was like, yeah, stop playing. But she was still like in a playing manner, like cackling and stuff. And her friend was just left there looking at her and kind of hurt. So what I did was went over there and asked if she was okay. And it's just, it's not cool to laugh at somebody for being different or just for anything. If they don't have clothes, they might like not have the money for clothes. So it's not cool to laugh at somebody and how much money they have or don't have. So. And with that being said, the people that pick on people over shoes, I can, I, I'm not going to say I can't stand y'all, but y'all get under my skin a little bit because y'all, y'all be making me a little bit upset. <laughs> Why? Because I'm one of those people, I can afford shoes, but do I, no, do I pay for the most expensive things? No. Y'all might call me a cheapskate. I might say I like saving. <laughs> but I like saving a lot. So the shoes that I wear most of the time might be beat up, raggedy, whatever. You can call it whatever. I would never make fun of somebody because they're wearing kangaroos or something. Like, that's just one thing. Because I like them shoes, actually. 
I like New Balances. I like that kind of stuff. I don't know why, because it just looks authentic and vintage. But I'm not one of those people to make fun of somebody because of the shoes they have on. That's just shallow. I really think that's shallow. But some people do that. So if you encounter one of the people that do that, ask them what their parents do for a living. Now I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you to do whatever that messy stuff. But I'm gonna ask ask them what their parents do for a living, and ask them if they ask their parents if they had a hard time trying to get them those shoes that they had on, because some parents they're trying their best for their kids so they don't get picked on, like how other people get picked on for the clothes that they wear or something. They might be struggling financially, but they're trying to give their kid whatever they want so that they can have a good life and don't get picked on. Because sometimes that's how it is. So not trying to make y'all sound messy or anything, but just ask that question and just see how their demeanor changes. See how that person may feel in that part and then comfort them because it might not be all that it might not be all that bad like it, it's okay for you to have that kind of struggle but with that being said we're gonna go on break for a little bit and we'll be back bossed up lead hers incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation with a mission to eliminate stereotypes amongst women and girls in the workplace schools and communities while providing a sanctuary to produce intentional growth success and significance generate essential resources to elevate women and girls to an entrepreneurial mindset and executive leadership our amazing team of regulars and part-time volunteers are committed to helping others we take our convictions and turn them into action. Think you would be a good fit? Get in touch for more information. If you wish to find out more or donate to help with our cause, go to bossdupleadhers.org. Girl Power Up is a youth group of adolescent girls that supports the empowerment of girls everywhere. Since its launch in 2020, the group has incorporated programs that promote the health, safety, education, and leadership of girls around the U.S. and are building a community that will lead to international associations. Our youth leaders will grow to represent Girl Power Up youth groups in various countries, where they stand up, speak up, and rise up to support the hardest to reach girls living in places where it is hardest to be a girl. Find out more by visiting our website at girlpowerup.org. All right, guys, we're back. And Heaven wants to bring up a like important topic that I feel like should be talked about. So, Heaven? Oh, um, the topic I wanted to bring up is how schools have like dress codes and how you have to like wear khaki pants, say navy shirt, depending on like your grade level in some schools, like the school I went to. And the reason for that is what some teachers would say is because kids don't have, some kids don't have clothes and they might feel left out because they get picked on a lot. So, and for the other part where the kids do have money and they have clothes, they feel like they should be able to, to wear those clothes because they got it for school or they want to show off their creativity, like individuality, like they should say and it's like, you gotta, uh, 
That is, they told me how you got to So I feel like teachers don't understand that no matter what, a kid is going to get picked on if no matter the race, whatever, if you're wearing a uniform or anything. Because during middle school, if you see people in uniforms and you're in a school that has a uniform, kids still get picked on. Right all the time it really does not matter what they're wearing they're gonna get picked on and i don't know why it is it's just the way the world is it's not gonna be all peaches and cream rainbows and cookies all the time it's just not and that's one thing that i hope teachers and everything start to see and actually talk about it because if they don't then the uniforms, the dress codes, all of it might actually stay. Like, I'm I'm not against it, but I was one of those kids that wanted to wear my clothes because why not? I want to wear my sweatpants to school. You can't tell me I can't. Like, if high schoolers can wear it, why can't I? If college kids can wear it, why can't I? It's literally just development. Like, you want to show off how you've grown within the years. And you can't because you're being suppressed by a school dress code or a uniform. Right. I feel like, because when you hit high school, like, the whole dress code changes. Like, you can't wear a whole, like, a big hole, like, on the thigh area. You can't wear a lot of stuff. Crop tops, you can't wear that, but a whole bunch of people still wear that. And when skinny girls, I'm not, let me just point this out. Like, when skinny girls wear, like, leggings, they get away with it. But if thick girls wear leggings, they don't get away with it. And I started knowing that when I got into high school. Because I think it was, like, a principal. No, it wasn't the principal. I would say it's, like, a... What's those people in the office? Administrator. Um, yeah. A skinny girl walked past with... um what is it, leggings on, and a thick girl walked past with leggings on, and he went over there, and he talked to the girl with, um, what is it, y'all, I keep saying, um, cause you talked to a thick girl instead of yeah, a skinny, okay, with leggings on, and I'm just like, what's so different from the two, it's like, you can't objectify one, and not the, like, I'm not saying, <laughs> wait, <laughs> yeah, Oh my gosh. I understand where she's coming from. So it is objectifying because that's what they're doing. Why are you sexualizing a child? That's just one thing that I think dress codes should acknowledge because really you're sexualizing a child. If a skinny girl can walk past you in leggings, but a thick girl can't, what does that make you look like? Think about that. Like, you're literally walking past. You see a skinny girl. She's okay. Just the leggings. They're fine. The thick girl walks past. What are you looking at? Why are you looking there? Right. There's really no need for them to look there or at that certain place. Like, especially the the female teachers, I don't know. I yeah. understand why they do it. But then again, you shouldn't be so caught up because I know some people that like on the internet that say that their teachers have been calling them some names just because of the clothes they're wearing. Mm -hmm. Those names should have never been said in the first place. 
that shouldn't be a thing that schools should say or teachers should say or an adult at all to a child because they haven't even lived life yet. What makes you think that they've been doing what you think they're doing based off the clothes that they're wearing? Right. It's that, just a sad, sad. It's, that's, and then it's like... I, <laughs> Jesus, I, I just think that dress codes... Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, but no, I just think that dress codes should just be depleted. Like, just let them go, because really, mm. they're just sexist things. On something. Okay, on something. No, because nudity is illegal. So that you can't that even... should not be displayed in school, though. Uh, no, but it's illegal. <laughs> it's illegal. Anyway. Oh. oh I thought you exactly. So the laws counteract with the schools. It shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, but you know how girls be wearing those tops, and it be like mesh, see-through? And I feel like that's a little too okay so you know, it, dress code shouldn't just be specifically for one gender yeah dress first let me get that like it should be for all genders because you know how dudes wear ripped jeans and they'll be saying nothing at all like they'll literally sit there and walk casually through the hallways the administrators walking past them they won't say nothing they got a tank top on won't say nothing on some people they will but they don't say nothing so it's like, what are y'all doing? But yeah, I really think dress codes are just sexist. Some dress codes are just sexist. <laughs> and yes, there are some things that don't need to be displayed during a school setting. But most of the things that are in dress codes are just to protect the adult. Yeah. So if the adult is like that, why hire them? Mm. Mm. Why hire a pedophile? That is just my opinion, but <laughs> on to the next topic. So, with the dress codes and the, the cutting ties and stuff like that, what's one thing about, like, life in general that you could change like if you wanted to what's one thing that you would change i don't know oh gun violence i would definitely change gun violence and it's just gotten to the point where i don't y'all <laughs> yeah i got strong i got really strong opinions it's like i feel really strong about a lot of things so if i come off like rude not rude i won't say but what's the word um like just I'm, I'm just strongly opinionated so i feel like gun violence is a huge huge what is it um threat yeah it's a huge what is it called i was like i forgot y'all i'm losing my words <laughs> it's a it's just a huge issue in any community, black community, any community. But I feel like in society right now, we really need to put guns down because it's gotten to where some of my favorite rappers, artists are being killed. And it's not cool because I want to say, I don't know how it was back in the day. You know how they just fight about it. But 
they don't really pick up guns and just think, oh, I can't fight, so let me just, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a huge issue that should be really dealt with because gun violence is really not the way to go. Just put the guns down, please. So the gun violence thing, I think it like should be gun laws. Because if an 18-year-old can buy a gun, why can't an 18-year-old drink? Why can't an 18-year-old smoke? Why can't an 18-year-old do the things that an adult can do, but you can buy a gun at 18? That makes absolutely no sense. Like, how is the government going to say a child is too young to drink because it could influence them? Or a child is too young to smoke because it could mess up your life. But a child can go ahead and purchase a gun and start shooting. That makes no sense at all. How is that a bigger influence than a gun? That's one thing that about the gun violence that Heaven did, Heaven said that doesn't make any kind of sense to me. But one thing that I would change, just like throughout everywhere, is the way people treat women. That is one thing I will always change because I was scrolling through TikTok, you know, at nighttime, and I seen somebody that lived in Iran. She was crying, like tears all over her face, nose running because she couldn't live the life that she wanted to live. She couldn't wear the clothes that she wanted to wear. Like she was literally like, oh, I'm jealous of the people in America. Like America wants, like America, some Americans, most Americans want to leave the country because, oh, we have it so bad. Others, they have it worse. Like I'm not saying we're the best country out there because by far we are not. Yeah. But most, well, some countries have it worse. And it's just, I don't think it's fair at all. <laughs> like that's just one thing I really strongly disagree with all around the world, like all around. I just disagree with all of it. I feel like TikTok is where the most like sexist things come up. Cause I saw where it was like, I want to say it was LeBron James. He made like a million off a game, the championship, the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And a girl, she they won a team and they made like a hundred thousand, I want to say. That's like a huge issue because the money difference is like outrageous. And in the comments, I seen where people were saying, oh, male football, I mean, not football, <laughs> basketball is way better than women football. So I don't see the problem. Basketball. Basketball. Y'all, it's football season. <laughs> Forgive me. But basketball is way better than women's basketball. And at the end of the day, it's basketball. It doesn't matter. I would say it's exciting to watch both. For me, it's exciting because girls playing basketball, like, oh my gosh, like they're really out there doing that. They really out there doing their thing, the same things as the boys. And the boys just looking at the girls like that's our that's our sport, like put the ball down. And that's kind of like it's no. 
It's just, <laughs> it just don't work. It don't make no sense. Y'all are doing the same thing, running the same field, dribbling the same basketball. Makes no sense. <laughs> but hold on. Where were we? It was like, I wanted to bring up another incident because it was like a girl shift driving. It was like, shift, how do you say it? Shift driving? And driving she was a going, stick? Yeah, okay. she was going like really fast. And the boys in the comments was like, oh, the shifting. Girls can't drift. And I'm just like, are your eyes not seeing this? Because she clearly can. <laughs> so it's it's a real issue. It's like the topic, women aren't funny. Yeah. Anybody can be funny. Don't matter if you're male, female, non-binary. Anybody can be funny. <laughs> Anybody. But... Not to get you guys like mad or anything. These are just our opinions. We understand that everybody else has their own opinions and I will knock anybody's opinions down. If you do have a different opinion, you can talk to us about it on our Instagrams and uh, not Instagrams. Yeah, <laughs> on, Instagram. on our Instagram. Then we have, we, or, yeah, we have a Facebook and our Facebook. So we're going to go on break and we'll be right back. Girl Power Up provides certified leadership training, skill building, personal development and networking possibilities. We offer free courses for learning professional skills for career advancement, various field trip opportunities for building cultural understanding and diversity, workshops for empowerment and mindset, self-care and support activities. Our goal is to empower our young women with the necessary leadership skills to succeed in whatever career or business they choose. Join us by visiting our website at girlpowerup.org. Dr. Lashley is an expert team culture strategist who educates leaders on techniques to harmonize family and work life while developing dynamic and productive teams. After being raised underprivileged becoming a single mother of two, Dr. Lashley married an army soldier who deployed to Afghanistan, Iraq, and Korea 11 times during his 20 years of service. She was forced to raise three of five children essentially alone. As a working mother and college student for 10 years, she had to find a sense of balance while juggling her children's activities and not losing herself in the process. She now helps working mothers and women in leadership positions harmonize their life while creating dynamic and productive teams at home and work. Are you ready for Dr. Lashley to elevate your teams at work and home? If so, contact her today by sending an email to info at drtracielashley.com or by going to her website at drtracylashley.info. And we're back. So with all the topics that we've discussed, I want to help you guys out. So I want us to talk about how you can deal with people's differences because for some people, I know it is hard dealing like seeing the family that you've been through, like been with and everything. So I want to give you guys a little bit like a little bit of advice, some pointers. So one difference that I know is really big, I'm not trying to get anybody upset or anything, is racism. I know one that's one thing that will never change. How do you deal with that? Just walk away. Like if you're at work, somebody's being racist, tell your manager, tell your boss, tell the person in charge at that time, hey, this person is being racist, really rude to me, so I would like it if you would take over this situation. You don't have to deal with it by yourself. 
you could literally walk away, tell your manager, and then your day is okay. You might have to go to the bathroom for a little bit, get yourself together, but the rest of your day will be okay. One racist person should not depict how your day is going to go. Right. Would bullying go in that situation? Like, would mm -hmm. I say, if I could say bully, I would say a bully because y'all know what a bully is. It's somebody that picks on somebody else for probably their differences or their looks or appearance. You know, looks and appearance, same thing. But I feel like one way to really get rid, I'm not going to say get rid of a bully, but <laughs> not get rid of them. What's that word? Um, what's the word I'm looking for, y'all? I I'd say get I get rid of them. That's the only yeah, thing I can think I'm about. I'm gonna say get rid of them. Is to really just figure out the source, not because y'all some bullies be really they you just know, aggressive. So I want to say just go up to them and figure out the source. <laughs> but you gotta take in the take it into consideration that they might have a lot of stuff going in going on at home, like parents going through a divorce and they just come to school and take it out on you but it's never okay i'm not saying it's okay i'm not saying it's something you should settle for but you really got to consider that so i would say one way to deal with it is i know everybody says this it's to just tell an adult and just have them deal with the situation because like i said you never know what that person is going through don't run up and hit them. Don't get mad. Don't retaliate. It's just you got to tell an adult, let them handle it, and take it in their own hands. So I know some people do actually try that, and the adults don't listen. Take it up to your parent, and your parent will take it up to the adult because your parent cares more about you than that adult will because that is your child. That's their child. You're their child. <laughs> like your parent raised you. You are basically the embodiment of them, but with your own little nicks and things that make you you. So, of course, your parent is going to be upset if you've been going to the teacher, telling this teacher, hey, this kid is messing with me and they won't stop. How do you think your parent will feel? Right. Now, your parent has to go up there, take time out of their day because the teacher, the one that is in charge at that time, has to learn a lesson or not learn a lesson but get educated on something that they should be already educated on and taking initiative in a situation like that that's one thing i want like everybody to know because i know a lot of people is like they're like oh i already told the teacher so if the teacher doesn't care nobody would care no your parent will care they care more than anybody else most of the time sometimes Probably not, but that doesn't mean your situation is less than what it is. Your situation, is that situation is very important. So, yes, there are ways around the teacher not doing anything. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right. I feel like also go to a guidance counselor, but I, <laughs> I'm not going to say they're bad, but in some situations, like, situations you don't really feel comfortable talking to nobody with don't really go necessarily to a guidance counselor because then they're going to run back and tell your business because that's what they usually do so if it's dealing with a bullying situation then i feel like you should talk to your guidance counselor because maybe they can help you and 
help you get rid, not get rid of your situation, but help you get through your situation and really evolve from it. So, yeah. Okay, another difference that I'd like to bring up is somebody's, I don't know, I don't, somebody's sex, like they're, if they're female, male, non-binary, like. Sexism? Yeah. Yeah, basically sexism. If somebody doesn't appreciate you for you and doesn't use your pronouns, doesn't try to understand you in the like actual understanding way, like they're not, but why? They're actually like, okay, so why has this gone on? Are you okay? Actually trying to help you or not help you, but understand where you're coming from. This goes back to the cutting ties. I'd rather you just cut ties with them because they're never going to. They're never going to try. As much as you might want them to, they're not. And that's just, that's okay. That's how life is. You're just going to have to let it go. Say thank you for at least listening to me and go on about your day. Now, how to deal with somebody in that situation, just listen to them make them feel like they're like at least included or make them feel like they're not some monster or they're not somebody that's not supposed to be here because nine times out of ten those people are really people that are like in a hard mindset like in a hard place in their life because somebody's not listening to them or they don't want to listen so at that point i just let them know that they're appreciated or welcome anywhere in life. Yeah, I would say another thing I want to add to like, I wouldn't say it's a difference, but distancing or like telling, telling apart from fake friends and real friends. So I would say if you're in that kind of situation, trying to figure out who's your real friend, who's your fake friend, it's really just, you got to watch people because what I do is I like to watch people. I watch how they move, how they treat other people, how they treat me. If they do shady stuff, I'll like, I won't say I'll hold grudges, but I just never really trust you the same again, how I trusted you before, which I don't really, you know, you're not supposed to. <laughs> I was just saying, just watch your surroundings, watch how they treat you. Watch how they just move in general. And on that note, if you're like 1000% confident with yourself, like you're that person, then I say walk in there like you've lost your favorite animal. Like your favorite animal went extinct. Like you've been in a rut for years. And if they can't tell you, oh, your breast stinks, oh, you need a bath, brush your hair, do something with yourself, get yourself together. Either they're really not trying to hurt your feelings or they're not a true friend. Because if they tell you that, oh, you look great today, what you do with your hair? And you know, like you physically know because you did it on purpose, that it's not good, then they're really lying to your face. And I wouldn't want that person near me. So I just cut ties with them in a nice way. Like, don't be like, okay, you're fake. Because that'll make them feel 
some type of way and then you'll probably get caught up in an argument but just be like you don't don't argue with people don't don't argue with people it's not worth it but <laughs> at that time just be like okay thank you and then don't ghost them but distance yourself just distance yourself slowly but surely like leave the situation gradually <laughs> and on that note i want to say if they are one of those people that do that try not to get in that predicament again like i understand that people are manipulative some people are manipulative and like stuff like that but sometimes you can really tell when somebody isn't a good person right. like you just feel it trust your gut <laughs> trust your gut feeling because if your gut is telling you to stay away or if your mother or your parent is telling you to stay away they're not a good person nine times out of ten your mother's right your father's right somebody in your family is correct because you're their child if they know that person is going to mess with you physically mentally sometimes now sometimes you might not want to let go of that person but most of the time nine times out of ten you're going to have to so either avoid the situation altogether or try it out and figure out how to let go later right and i feel like reverting back to people talking about how people don't have personal hygiene or they're in like they don't have money or they're in foster care or adopted i feel like you should never talk about somebody because you know you never know what they're um going through so if they they're not say like they don't i don't want to say like okay say personal hygiene is not like they can't something they can't do not physically y'all know what i'm saying so i feel like you should try to help them at least like say hey i have some extra deodorant you can use or like just tell them and try to help them if, if you have like deodorant in your bag so i'm not saying it's your deodorant but like if you got like an extra spare you can just give it to them help them out it's like a friendly gesture and you're you know you'll feel better at the end of the day so uh if you don't have deodorant like she said don't share deodorant because <laughs> that's that's unhygienic and we're trying to help that we're trying to help hygiene we're not trying to give ourselves something that right. we don't want but <laughs> with that being said we're gonna go on break we'll be right back with probably another topic or the same topic but we'll see you guys in a little bit Cards Productions, LLC is a production company owned and operated by a professional teen entrepreneur. They are dedicated in creating and providing you with powerful and artistic photos, graphic designs, and personalized t-shirts. Cards Productions, LLC delivers strong marketing tools that will help your company get noticed. With qualified and exceptional services, they capture lasting family memories, provide senior photography, animal portraits, business headshots and events, birthday parties, children events, and much more. If you are looking for professionalism, quality products, and exceptional photos contact Cards Productions, LLC on her Instagram page at KARDS Productions. 
Girl Power Up is a youth group of adolescent girls that supports the empowerment of girls everywhere. Since its launch in 2020, the group has incorporated programs that promote the health, safety, education, and leadership of girls around the U.S. and are building a community that will lead to international associations. Our youth leaders will grow to represent Girl Power Up youth groups in various countries, where they stand up, speak up, and rise up to support the hardest to reach girls living in places where it is hardest to be a girl. Find out more by visiting our website at girlpowerup.org. And we're back. So guys, I think, yeah, I think we're going to talk about how some bad kids do get the recognition that you think they don't deserve or they might not deserve it. <laughs> so with that being said, I know in my school, most teachers do gravitate towards the kids that they thought were bad, but you love them so much, which I don't really understand. But sometimes I do understand because that child now comes to you when they do have a problem. So that child grew trust with you because you thought they were bad, but actually they were a kid that just needed a little bit of guidance and help. So that kid is coming to you every day because you asked them to stay after because they were being quote unquote bad and you understand where they're coming from. Now the good kids or the quiet kids might not come to you because they're quiet kids. You don't ask them if they're okay because you assume they're okay. You don't ask them how how are they doing. Sometimes you do, but of course, most people are just going to say, I'm fine, I'm okay, I'm good, because that's just how people are. They don't want you to worry about them or anything like that. But if you're one of those kids that they think you're bad right off jump, of course they're going to ask you, oh, stay after, or they're going to pick on you for a little bit and then start to grow and love you. Right. I'm going to tell you all about this incident. I had a teacher and it was a foster kid and she was my friend. And I guess she, I don't want to put a business out there like that. Uh, let me, <laughs> I can't say it's a, like the fake story now. Cause I already know, but I'm going to just say a teacher was picking on y'all. I'm going to just switch it around. So a teacher was picking on a student and she started crying because she didn't know what she was going through. The teacher didn't know what she was going through. So she just kept picking at her and only her and just kept going and just going. And she finally reached her breaking point and she just started break down crying. So I'm over there like, what is your problem to the teacher? Because why would you sit there and break a student down if you don't know what they're going through? You don't say stuff that could potentially hurt a student if they're your student or period. It's like saying, oh, you assume somebody has a dad. You go over there like, oh, what's an example? Like, you go over there like- Would you talk to your dad like that? Yeah, like, would you talk to your dad like that? And then that kid could be like, I don't have a dad. And then they could cry about it. And you would just be sitting there stuck because you never knew what they were going through. So you you just don't do that. That's something you don't do. If you don't know what they're going through, just keep your mouth shut. If they're giving you a hard time, just try to get them to calm down or just tell them to sit down. You don't keep coming at them with insults or just bashing them because you don't know what they're going through. And at that point, I feel like 
that's like completely off hook bad because somebody hired a person that's basically just a school bully in adult form. That is literally the school system that we have. And you call yourself one of the top schools in the county. Yeah. These teachers, like going back to what I was saying, the pedophilia, the bullying, just downright making a kid feel bad. That's, those are the people that they are hiring. Thinking back on that, they could they could have been manipulative. They could have been like lying on their resume. Oh, I'm wonderful for this job because I love kids so much. And then get in there and they absolutely hate kids. Right. And then it's like the kids tell the administrator, the principal time and time and time. And they just don't care. They don't do anything about it. So you hired this person and now you don't care about what the students say that this person did. Some students lie, but if the whole class is telling you what this person did, why aren't you believing them? Because why would they lie? The whole class, because you got some smart kids that don't lie. And if that smart kid is telling you that this teacher doing something, then take it into consideration because they might be doing something. And I understand, like, not having a backup plan for that teacher, but there are plenty of substitute teachers that are waiting to get a job. Most substitute teachers are better than the actual teacher. I love some of my substitutes. Some of the substitutes, just as worse, just as bad. But just, you could find a substitute. Substitutes are just waiting to get a job. Substitutes need money. So if you do decide to fire that person, there's always a backup plan. Always. There is no need for you to keep or hang on to that person. Now, that person may actually have something going on with their lives, but who are we to know that? If they don't talk to us, but they expect us to talk to them, that's just counterproductive. That's not going to go anywhere. We don't know what those teachers are going through, and we don't know what they went through. But then again, you're a teacher. You're an adult. You are someone that's supposed to be teaching these kids what to do and what not to do, but you're doing the wrong thing. And I wouldn't point the finger just at the teachers because some students break down the teachers too to where the point where they quit and they just cry and they run out. Because I was, Deja, have you seen that before? Um, So I do know a teacher that was crying and she was upset because, yes, some kids, they are bad. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to pick on the kid that isn't picking on you. I'm not talking about that part, but, like, sometimes it is on the students. So, students, y'all, some of y'all just as bad as these teachers. Y'all need to calm all that down, and y'all just need to give these teachers the utmost respect. If they're giving you respect, you give it back. If they're giving you back talk, try not to back talk. (laughs) <laughs> but if they keep pushing you, just call your mom and have them deal with it that way. So the back talk thing, yes, do not back talk. And yes, call your parent. But I understand like she was talking about the story that she had. Kids do have a breaking point just as much as adults have a breaking point. If a child breaks and you can physically see that child breaking, you cause that problem, and then you're, you're, you cause them to retaliate 
and now you're calling a principal because they're getting out of hand. Yeah. You got out of hand, but they had nobody to call and tell them or tell somebody in a higher ground that you got out of hand because you were that higher ground. You were the person that they were supposed to go to to tell if somebody was getting out of hand, but you were the one getting out of hand. That's the thing that is really like, kids need somebody to go to other than the actual teacher. Cause sometimes administrator won't, an administrator won't listen. They won't pop up or sit there and just come to the class just for that one student. Now, I know counselors do exist, but, but sometimes some counselors <laughs> aren't there for the child, they're there for the paycheck. Yeah, and they some counselors really do. If you tell them something, they go back and tell the uppermost person. So it all depends on the school you're at and who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, but definitely consider talking to a school counselor. If you want to have somebody just sit there and talk about your feelings, definitely take that into consideration, I would say. But other than that. Guys, I think we're done for the day. Oh, my gosh. We just had a regular conversation with you guys. But throughout this whole thing, I'm going to leave y'all with treat others how you want to be treated. And if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. I know you hear that. 30 million times in your life, but you're going to hear it again because <laughs> it is true. It is like 1,000% true, and it it's something that you should always hold with you because that's really something that could make or break a person. Right. So that's all we have for you guys. Make sure to catch us every Saturday afternoon at 12. So, Heaven, you want to say goodbye? Bye, you guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dear Queens of Tomorrow, where the Girl Power Up Youth Group speaks with future queens, teen entrepreneurs, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in person and entrepreneurial growth, empowerment, and mindset tips, girl talk, self-care, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Girl Power Up on social media at girlpowerup at Boss D U P L E A D H E R Z dot org and visit www.girlpowerup.org. Remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose.